0: Welcome to the Journey Student Ministry Podcast. We're glad you're here. JSM exists to engage students in the process of knowing Christ. We pray that this podcast engages you and encourages you to be more like him. All right, give me one. Give me two. Hey, so so tonight, tonight we're talking about our thoughts, right? We're talking about what comes into our mind and things that we um, think about. I told you guys that I would make you guys think about donuts. And guess what? You guys thought about donuts. The moment I showed you the picture, you thought about donuts. I told you I would play a song. The moment I played the song, you guys thought about church claps. Some of you want to dance. You're like, I really don't know if I really want to do this. Some of y'all were sitting in your seats, but everybody was on the stage. They were dancing. Some of them had a little rhythm. Some of them did not. But the good thing is they did it. Now, had I tried it, I'm telling you right now, it would look absolutely God-awful. I cannot do it. Nope. Nope. All right, give me one, give me two. All right, I got to get through this message, I got to get through this message. So real quick, real quick, we got to get through the message. So we're, talking, we're finishing our series called Unmasked, and we're talking about our thoughts. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 23 and 7 that so if a man thinketh, so is he. So whatever's in your mind, you're going to think that way. Andy Stanley said it this way. Andy Stanley said, what and who you listen to determines what you do. We got to make sure that our minds and our thoughts are in the right place. There's a story in the Bible um, in Numbers chapter 13, verse 33, where um, Moses sent 12 guys into this land, to a land, and to spot the land. They go into the land. They come back with large grapes, large pomegranates, and when they come back into the land, 10 people give a bad report, and two people give a good report. And what ends up happening is that the people that give the bad report, they begin, to, they begin to say in their minds that we, we look small in the eyes of the people that are there. So they begin to think negative, so they begin to act negative. And when they begin to act negatively, what ends up happening is Caleb is the only one, him and Joshua had a different spirit. The Bible said they had a different spirit about themselves. And it's because of their thought process. The people that had a bad report, they end up not being able to experience the blessing of God. I'm telling you right now, even as students and as leaders, your mind and how you think says a lot. If you think negative, you're gonna do negative things. If you think positive, chances are you're gonna do positive things. So thinking positive is a great, great thing. I can remember when I was in high school, um, there was this one time I was like, I mean, please understand, I'm not saying this for you to do what I did. I'm just telling you this as a story. I was in high school, right? And um, there was this one time I said, you know what, I'm gonna, I, I'm, I'm absolutely gonna make honor roll. I'm gonna make honor roll this one time. So what I decided to do, man, I applied myself, I studied um, probably more than I ever had when I was in high school. I studied, man, I ended up getting like an A in chemistry, like an A in geometry, an A in um, lit. And all these classes, I end up getting A's. So when I got my report card back, a brother had like, on a roll, man, I had like a 90 average. One time in high school, my name was on the list. One time. One time. Praise God. Now, 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 please know. Now, I'm saying that because for some of y'all, there is hope some of y'all are like me you know it's okay everybody's everybody's not a, a student and that's totally fine i was kind of like more of a a sometimes b the vast majority of the time the other time i was just seeing my way through class so but but hey you want to make sure you give me your absolute best the bible talks about how 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 joshua and caleb had a different spirit and tonight, man, From Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, I'm going to ask you some questions. I don't want you to answer the questions. I'm going to answer them for you. Um, We're going to keep going with our tradition. Uh, I can't even do it tonight, man, because I don't even have a mic, so I'm going to have to read it for you guys. This is what it says. I'm going to read it from the screen here. Philippians chapter 4, verses 8 through 9, and this is what it says. It says, and dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true, what is honorable, what is right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about these, think about, think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Verse nine, I'm sorry, keep going to verse eight, verse nine, it's fine, you say there. Keep putting these things into practice, all that you have learned and received from me, everything you have heard from me and saw me doing what paul is saying there is that everything that you saw me doing paul said i want you to put into practice i want you to put your thoughts and your mind into practice and there are like three questions that i want to ask you guys tonight and then i'm going to answer those questions for you why is it important to fix our thoughts why is that even important why is that important the first reason why it is important because relationships matter the relationship that you have with your parents matter. The relationship that you have with your, your teachers, the relationship that you have with one, one another, it, they matter. Because the Bible says, when it's, in some translations, it says brothers. In other translations, it says brothers and sisters. But in order for me to kind of teach all of this so you can understand it, I got to go back and read verse 2, where there's a disagreement between two ladies it's a disagreement between two ladies And Paul is saying I need you to reconcile your relationships Because of the way you're thinking It's not the right way It would almost be equivalent to two students fighting um, I told high school this I'm pretty sure you guys don't do this at all As middle school students Y'all don't uh, For girls It will be equivalent to two middle school girls Upset because this boy likes both He likes both of you guys And, and they're fighting Because that never happens in middle school, right? Like, 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 these two ladies, they're upset with one another. And Paul is saying, I need you guys to reconcile and deal with your issues. So you have to ask yourself, like, why is it important for us to fix our thoughts? It's important for us to fix our thoughts because relationships matter. People matter. That's what he says in the very first in chapter, in verse 2, he calls their name and he says, man, I need y'all to come into agreement. I need, I need for y'all to deal with your issues. So I need to make sure I fix my thoughts because I want to make sure my relationship that I have with my brother and my sister are in line. That I need to make sure my relationship with my parents are in line, that I'm not fussing and fighting with them because I can't get my way. And I, I just have a real, a real quick question. I need you to be honest with me and with Jesus and with your small group leader. How many of y'all here get mad at your parents if because you don't get your way? Oh, I got leaders raising their hand, man. I, you know what? I get mad too. I get mad too. I get mad too, but it's important for me to fix my thoughts. The other reason why I need to fix my thoughts is this, is because peace matters. Everybody in here wants peace. Everybody in here wants to to have peace in their lives. Everybody in here wants to have a relationship where there's not arguing and things going on. Because if I'm going to fix my thoughts, I want my peace to be in line. I want to make sure, man, that I have peace in my mind, that I'm not losing my mind. That I'm not losing every single thing that is going on in my head. So why is it important for me to fix my thoughts? The other reason why it's important for me to fix my thoughts is because reactions matter. The Bible tells us in verse 4 and 5, this is what it says in verse 4 and 5. Verse 4 and 5 says this. It says, always be full of joy in the Lord. I say again, rejoice. Verse 5 says this. Let everyone see that you are in all you do, remember the Lord is coming. He's like, man, look, I need you to make sure that your actions are in line. But if I don't fix my thoughts, my actions will, be, will not be in line. Because let me ask you this question here. How many of you guys have thought about talking back to your parents and it actually happened? Right, right. How many of you guys have thought about talking back to your teachers and it actually happened? Okay, Okay, let me ask this question here. See, y'all ain't want to answer this one. How many of y'all have thought about using foul language, and it actually happened? Now, all these people that did not raise their hand, I know you. You're not lying. You're just not telling the truth. All right, so here we go. Here we go. Why is it important for me to fix my thoughts? The next reason why it's important to me to fix my thoughts is because reactions matter. Reactions matter. How I respond to things matter. The next question I have for you tonight is this. What thoughts should we have as believers? What thoughts should we have as what, what is What thoughts should we have as a believers? And, and he, he, Paul breaks this down for us. He says things that are true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, um, things worthy of praise. And when you think about things that are pure and you think about things that are true, Paul's talking about things that relates to God's holy word. When he says things that are honorable, he thinks he's talking about moral excellence, like living right, doing what is right. He talks about things that are just. That's like living up to a standard. God has a standard that he wants you to live up to. Basically, Paul is saying this, man, if you just do your part, God will do his part. All you got to do is do your part. Then he says things that are pure. When Paul talks about things that are pure, Paul's talking about Things that does not take your mind to sinning. I asked the high schoolers this, and, and I ask you, how many of you guys in here have phones? Y'all have phones? You got phones? I got a phone too. I got a phone. I, I am learning that um, students tend to go places on their phones that they should not be going. So my question is that how... Can I think pure when my mind and my fingers begin to type things on my tablet or my phone that take me places that I should not go? And the answer is that you can't. You can't think pure. You can't. Part of the reason why, um, as sixth grade, why parents will not give kids phones is because of that. And it's not. It's not just things that you type in your phone. It's. It's some of the. Um, TikToks that you guys have and some of the social media. And it's not that I'm saying social media is bad because not all of it is absolutely bad. I'm not that youth pastor saying, man, don't have social media. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is this, is that you have to be careful about what you allow into your head. Because when you begin to allow those things into your head, man, your mind can go places that you never thought it could go. I'm telling you. Your mind can go places you never, ever thought it could go. You go and ask the person that is in jail right now if if you're ever able to have a conversation with them and they've done something really, really bad. They were like, man, I don't know how my mind went there. Part of the reason why their mind went there is because they were not thinking about godly things. And when you begin to think about godly things, you do godly things. So what thoughts should I have as a believer? Man, I need to have positive thoughts. I need to be thinking positive. And I know that is hard. trust me, I know that is hard. I get it. All of y'all have been watching television, man, and it's hard to think, think positive when you have adults that are acting like kids. I, I had the opportunity I guess you can call it opportunity, or it was pretty much wasted an hour and a half of my life about a month, maybe a month ago, I think I was watching the presidential debate, and I was saying to myself, man, like, I have one guy that's calling a guy a clown. I have another guy that's talking about somebody's son that was, I think, was addicted to drugs. I'm saying like, man, like, as, and I'm not, I don't get into politics and all this. I'm saying this for a purpose. I'm saying this uh, for you guys to to be able to look at things and say, you know what? I don't think that is positive for us to be doing. I don't think that is positive thoughts that I need to have in my head because you want to make sure that you're connected to people that are encouraging you and giving you positive thoughts. You want to make sure you have friends that are, have given you positive thoughts. You want to make sure that you're connected to people that are pouring into you and not taken away from you. And it seems to me, man, that we, we have lost the, our minds as it relates to how we think. We just say whatever and we say whatever's on our mind, how we feel about things, and we don't think about how other people are going to feel when we say it. We're going to make sure we have positive, or we're to make sure we have encouraging thoughts. Thoughts that are encouraging one another. Paul says things that are true, honorable, just, pure. All that's, all that's encouraging. All that's encouraging. He's not going to think about nothing that's unjust. Why well, I want to think about that. That's not fun. Oh, man, you know what? I'm just going to think about things that are not praiseworthy. I don't want to think about none of that. I don't want to think about none of that. I, I want to think about all the negative stuff because I like negative stuff. And we like negative stuff. We like it. How do I know that? Because some of y'all will sit there and watch YouTube until you complete, completely blew in your face. You'll sit there and just watch it and watch it and watch it and watch it. And if I ask you about something, you may tell me about it just like that. Oh, Mr. Petra, I know about that. And I'll be like, okay how, about, okay, how about you tell me a little about Jesus? Pin drop. Pin drop. What thoughts should we have as believers? We need to have connecting thoughts. When I talk about connecting thoughts, I'm, th- I'm talking about thoughts that are connected to God. The more I'm connected to Him, the better I'll think. The more I'm connected to Him, the better I will think. Paul says, "What you have learned, what you have received from me, what you've seen me do." Paul says, "Do those things." Paul says, "I'm connected to God, so therefore I want you to be connected to God." I'm going to ask a question. I want you to be totally honest. Uh, Um. When you're connected to God, like where's your head at? Where's your mind at? When you're really connected to God, when you're diving into God's word, and when you're like, man, you know what? Man, I'm just hearing from God. I'm hearing God speak to me. I'm hearing God say things to me. And my question is this. Do you want that feeling all the time? Like do you want to have a thought pattern that you're not so focused on what the world is teaching you and just like I came up here and I showed you guys a picture of donuts and everybody screaming and losing their mind. And then I started the music and you start dancing like that's what the world does. The same thing. They do the exact same thing. The exact same thing. How many Georgia fans I got in here? Georgia fans. OK, go dogs. Go dogs. We just can't beat Alabama. So OK. Hey. All right. If Georgia showed you a hype video, you will lose your mind. You'd be like, man, we're going we to win next championship this year. And then next thing you know, we lose. All right, okay. How many Braves fans we got? Any Braves fans? Braves fans? All right, we got Braves fans, right? How many of you guys, oh, God, this is a good example. How many of you were thinking there's no way they're going to win this series when they were playing the Dodgers? I'm going to raise my hand. Okay. All right, I'm thinking native right now. Okay, how many Falcons fans we have here? Any Falcons fans? <sighs> All right, I'm a Falcons fan, and I'm going to be honest with you. I was thinking negative about the Falcons, right? They have went into the fourth quarter of every single game. They have the lead, and I'm going to tell you my first thought that came to my mind, my first thought, they're going to lose this game. Now, now, I don't know if anybody else was thinking that, but when I went to Twitter, a lot of people was thinking that. And I'm thinking like, man, like, I'm wondering what were the players thinking because this has happened multiple times. So we got to make sure that we fix our thoughts. The next question that I have for you is this. How can I fix my thoughts? How can I fix my thoughts? The first thing you want to do as it relates to fixing your thoughts, you want to make sure you surround yourself with positive people surround yourself with positive people. In verse eight, he says, brothers and sisters, which implies that he's talking about people that have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters. And I'm not saying that you don't need to be around friends that don't know Jesus, but I'm like, you wanna be around positive people that are encouraging to you, people that are willing to pour into your lives. The next thing he says is this. He says, how can I fix my thoughts? I need to make the word real in my life. Basically what he says is, man, just apply the word of God to your life. That's real simple. Just apply what is being taught. When Lindsay, myself, and other people get up here and speak, man, we're giving you tools, man, that will help you become better people for Jesus. And the next thing is this. Last is this. How can I fix my thoughts? I need to find a godly example. I need to find somebody that is doing it the right way. I need to find somebody that is doing it the right way. That person could be your parents. That person can be your small group leader. That, that can be somebody. This, this is what Paul says in verse 9. Verse 9 says this. Verse 9, if he's going to pull it up, verse 9. He says, Keep putting into practice all you have learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Paul is almost like a mentor. And every mentor needs a mentee. And I'm telling you right now, if you're gonna fix your thoughts and how you think, you're not gonna always be around your friends because a lot of times your friends can't get you out your mind. I'm telling you, they can't. They, they can't. I'm, they can't. But you have people in your small group leaders, man, that have a poor into the word of God and they want you to be who God has called you to be so if I'm going to fix my thoughts I'm going to find a godly example and connect with them and ask them the questions that sometimes I don't feel comfortable asking my parents because I'm I'm not crazy to think that you feel like asking your parents every single question because that's not the case at all but you have people around you man that love you enough that you can go and ask hey Hey, hey, how how can I deal with this? Like, why do I think this way? You can go and ask them them questions. So how do I fix my thoughts? I surround myself with positive people. I make the word, word real in my life. And I find a godly example. Your take home for tonight is this. My thoughts will drive my actions. My thoughts, how I think, will drive my actions. I promise you. I promise you it will. If you begin to say to yourself, man, I'm Morgan the Conqueror. If you begin to say to yourself that, that I'm the head and not the tail, you begin to say to yourself, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You begin to say that to yourself, you begin to believe that. Now, it also works the, the other way too. That when you begin to say, man, I'm ugly. I'm not beautiful. I'm not smart enough. And you begin to plant that seed that seed, and that thought and you begin to water that and it grows and you begin to think like that. And I'm telling you right now, God has not designed for you to think like that. That is the enemy. God has come that you may have life and have life more abundantly. I've had the pleasure, man, of coaching um, basketball now and football and baseball. And I've coached, I don't know how many players, man, and the one thing that bothered me more than anything is whenever a player came to me and told me they could not do something or they didn't think they were good enough. Like that bothered me to no end. And my first response to them was like, but please don't tell me what you cannot do. I'd rather you tell me that, coach, I'll try and I see that you can't do it versus you telling me I'm not good enough. I cannot stand it. Same thing applies to you. When y'all come to me and you say, Mr. Patrick, I cannot do that. I can't serve. I'm going to tell you, no, you can serve. I'm gonna tell you that you can do that. I was met, had a lunch with um, student to the, um, today, and I was challenging him, in which I've challenged him before, to to begin to sing on stage. Now he plays on stage, plays the guitar, and he's told me before, Mister Patrick, I just don't know if I can. I, can, I sound that well. I'm like, dude, all you gotta do is just do it, man. Like just do it. And I said, what's gonna take is it, what's gonna take is me telling you, okay, I need you to do this. And there are times in your life, man, you need people around you that will tell you about something about yourself that you ain't seeing yourself. Because they want you to change the way you think so that you can be the person that God has called you to be. And I promise you, man, if you begin to think like that, you begin to connect your thoughts to the mind of God, you can reach places you never, ever thought that you ever could reach. God has a plan for your life. So make sure that we fix our thoughts so that we're more like him and so that we connect with him. God, we thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much, God, for these students. Thank you so much, God, for their lives. Thank you so much, God, for what you're doing in our lives. I pray even right now in the name of Jesus that you have your way. I pray right now, God, that they begin to speak life to themselves, that they begin to understand, God, that you want them to think on things that are true things that are honorable, things that are pure, things that are holy, things that are worthy of praise so that we'll have peace in our lives. God, you don't want us thinking negative, God. You don't want us um, being depressed. You don't want us, God, struggling with things, God. You want us to have peace that surpasses all of our understanding. So God, thank you so much for your word. Thank you so much, God, that you've given us everything we need in order for us to be able to think better and be like your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for your grace and for your mercy. We pray all this in your son's name. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Journey Student Ministry Podcast. If you need help taking the next steps, email our team at jsnnextsteps at journeycommunity.net.